said it almost killed me. Hello and welcome back to Extremely Uninteresting, the greatest podcast in the world. I'm joined this week by famous UFC fighter, longest reigning champion in UFC history, I'll have you know, Danderson Silver. That's me. How you doing, Dad? The spider has arrived. Everyone's very excited. They can't believe you've made such a such a massive guest spot. I couldn't find the right word. I just dropped something that was definitely picked up on the mic. Of course. This is a good start. <laughs> it's an excellent start. It's a, I've, I, I used to always just cut out if there was any background noise. I'd try and be like, oh, no, we have to. I'd, I'd be all anal about it. I'd make sure that any. Huh? That is a saying, shut up. But, but, but now, just to save time and to make it seem like, I don't know, I guess more human. We're humans. We drop stuff. We make. We are only human after all. We make noises when we go to we go to speak which you won't understand because you don't edit the podcast well you did once and um yeah very successfully extremely successfully no one even noticed that it was a thing oh i noticed i noticed (laughs) there was one thing i mean i listened back to it and most of it was completely coherent (laughs) there was one part the the main thing that i thought was when the intro dun 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 the of the intro like overlapped with me saying welcome back sort of thing and i was like oh no <laughs> that's the one standout that i remember from it fascinating i know are you impressed with my intro this week your intro this week yeah, I, could, I first try, completely on the fly, oh, smooth yeah. as butter. Yeah, um, yeah, very impressive. I, I don't know why I wouldn't be impressed, though, as Anderson Silver has never been on this podcast before. Oh, yeah. So he would have point. no, I, I have no reason to believe you don't just nail it first time every week. Very true. Danderson Silver, please, not Anderson. Oh, yeah, sorry, my mistake. So, so. <laughs> babe, um, should we discuss the the orophon in the room or um we can say we can say a couple words about it let's not dwell on it let's not dwell on it too much um nothing but pride for the england team the players they gave everything they had it just wasn't to be i'm heartbroken i'm devastated but the players i'm sure are feeling worse yeah yeah that's 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 all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say on the matter. The better team probably won, but they gave us one hell of a journey. Some amazing memories that I will cherish for the rest of my life. And uh, yeah, we move, we move, we move on to something, a sporting event that is uh, far more exciting than the Euros, and that's the Olympics. Dan, did you know the Olympics starts in ten days? Because I sure as hell didn't. Um, I didn't know it was starting so soon, but I knew it was happening this summer. Mm. Do you think you'll watch any of it? Because I'm not convinced I Some will. of it, probably. I'll probably watch... on. Mm. I won't it's... go out of my way to watch any of it. Mm. I, I might just have it on in the background and stuff while I'm working if I'm not doing tasks that are too strenuous. I probably won't even do that. <laughs> Can you do care. that? Do you have two screens at your work? No. <laughs> Peasant. I have a laptop. You have a laptop? Yeah, I've got um, a computer on order for me, apparently. But it's been saying that for a while. And um, 
so my my boss sits opposite me and he's my got boss. a computer with so my boss sits opposite me and he's got he's got a computer and two screens and i sit there with my shitty little laptop and he's got this big setup and if anyone ever comes in they look at it and they must just be thinking like wow what an absolute peasant this person is <laughs> you're literally like everyone must think you're like some sort of unpaid intern I might as well be. I don't actually do any work. <laughs> do you not? No, I do. I do lots of work. He do, he does all the work. He does I do all, all the, the work. work all the time. No, I just spend most of my time um, reading about how Swedish House Mafia are releasing a song on Friday. Yeah, um, I didn't look into it more. I saw the Snapchat you sent me and I thought, oh, I'll listen to that. Don't you worry, child. And all that. Save my favorite world. band. Antidote. Antidote is an absolute tune. Do I still have that album? It's probably somewhere. I don't know if you'll have it there. It's probably somewhere like hidden in this house. Yeah, it's not on my it's not on my shelf. Yeah. But yeah. Um first first Swedish House Mafia track in nine years is coming out on Friday. And uh, I'm sure someone somewhere is as excited as I am. I don't know why I'm so excited, because I wasn't the biggest Swedish House Mafia fan back in the day. I like their stuff. But I wasn't like a stan or anything. But now I'm like, oh boy. I mean, they always made solid music. So it's kind of like when Pendulum came back. I was never the biggest Pendulum fan. But I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm stoked for you, Pendulum. And their EP they released this year was fire. Well, I say this year, like two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago. I haven't listened to it. I gave it an 8.5 out of 10. Someone had to. Which seems very high, but my my rankings... In terms of music, I'm not saying it's 8.5 compared to all the music ever released. It's 8.5 compared to the re- music released this year. So I'm not saying... If I get, say give an album this year a 9.5, that means it's the best so far of the year. But I'm not putting it on the same level as albums that I would give a 9.5, if that makes sense. It doesn't, but I'm glad you explained it. <laughs> it doesn't, but it kind of does at the same time, I'd say. No, it just doesn't. No, it does. I'm, I'd rank... It's all based on music this year. So I gave Trauma Factory by Nothing Nowhere a 9.5. But would I, when I compare it to like other albums... Such as? That I would give it 9.5. Like, say, um, Blood Under Tracks by Bob Dylan. I would probably give that a 9.5. But I don't know if I'd... But, but I don't think Trauma Factory is as good an ab- album as Blood Under Tracks. It's just compared to everything else that's come out so far this year bob dylan's got shit or nothing nowhere oh shut up bob dylan ain't got shit or nothing nowhere please i stand by what i said i don't own any bob dylan shoes so i'm gonna have to stand with nothing nowhere on this one a thumbs up from rory and a (laughs) smile into the camera look at this graph vibes look at this speaking of looking at graphs ghosts what a brilliant segue the greatest Um, segue ever jesus christ i don't know what happened there but my audio went really high so i'm gonna have to gonna have to turn that down but um yeah ghost we've got some we've for once for the first time in for the first time in a while we both brought some spooky stories i don't know if is this a halloween special um halloween in july isn't it normally christmas in july yeah but for this it's halloween in july so we should have done our christmas special Maybe next week we'll do a Christmas special. 
maybe, maybe. You have that to look forward to. We're probably going to have to take a week off soon because I'll be on site at a festival. Outrageous. It's almost as if this podcast means nothing to you. No, this podcast means everything to me. But oh, I've that's weird because it means I, absolutely nothing to me. <laughs> but I've got to make that bread. But but anyway, um, in, in other news, uh, we've both got some spooky stories um, for this Halloween special. Um, cue sound effect. No idea what's going to go in there or whether or not I'm going to keep it. I'm also but, wondering why you said sound effect. Yeah, me too. I was hoping you didn't pick up on it. <laughs> Please, do you know who you're talking to? I mean, you don't pick up on a lot of things I pronounce wrong and a lot of things that you pronounce wrong. That I, I don't just pronounce let anything slide. wrong. You pronounce a lot of stuff wrong. Well, English isn't my first language, Roy. True. Dan is half Portuguese. So he was born and raised in Portugal and grew up speaking Portuguese. Yeah, it was quite weird considering we're only born two minutes apart and you were somehow born in Italy and I was born in yeah. Portugal <laughs> and, we're, and we're twins. It's a weird one. I was more referring to the fact that I'm Danderson Silva, so I'm Brazilian. But, you know, you could go with whatever you said if you want. <laughs> well, I mean, Portuguese. So I was, I was half yeah, right. He's, he's, not from, he's not from Portugal, is he? Yeah, I know, but... Well, he might be. He's speaking Spanish and Brazil would speak Portuguese. Portuguese. But before we go on to our spooky, spooky, spook spooks, we've got um, one more other pressing thing to, to jump on. Do we? The name game. Of course. How I was could just you forget? Wet. I was just getting everyone to everyone shouting at home. It's the name game. It's like a pantomime. Mm, it's like a Dora the Explorer and all that. Remember mm. that guy on British Got Talent? British Got Talent. <laughs> no, yes, British Got Talent. The the guy who came up with the jokes and he was like, yeah, his jokes were fucking amazing, <laughs> and he got booed out of the building in four buzzes, and I'm still annoyed about it because he was so fucking funny. Okay, well, he's like, I used to be addicted to pantomimes. Luckily, that's all behind me. Polite applause, please. Silence. Which is a good joke. I'm sure everyone gets it. Mm-hmm. And then he also had a table just covered in like gifts. Just all wrapped up. <laughs> the judges were like, what's that table? And he's like, well, I just wanted to make sure I had some stage presence. <laughs> <laughs> And I thought it was fucking hilarious. And they got buzzed off and everyone booed. And I was like, you people have no fucking sense of humor. (laughs) The stage presence one is a very good joke. It's a very good joke. Considering how awful the comedians that normally get put through are, like Mm. whoever Ant and Det gave their golden buzzer to, would always be, without a doubt, like some really, really dead-out comedian who made dead-out jokes. Mm. And then they buzzed off a comedic genius. Like that man. (laughs) How could they? How could they? But yeah, name game. Name game. Uh, did I say jingle yet? You did not. Okay, so this is the only reason the name game is still going, mainly. Just for the jingles. So uh, insert jingle here. Qatar isn't fucking ready for us. You've really outdone yourself with that one. I always do. I always do. People probably... Uh, I say people. Person. <laughs> but if anyone listens to this, they probably think that um, I make it beforehand and we get to hear it. But they would be mistaken. Despite your incredible acting, Dan doesn't hear it until it goes out. Yeah. And he is just as shocked as everyone else <laughs> by what my brain comes up with. Well, it's kind of sad because the, the best one so far is one that you didn't actually make. 
What the <laughs> the the like ah one? <laughs> Purely because it caught me so off guard. That that is one of my favorite things I've ever done in my entire life. It's not been a very exciting life, I guess, but that one was my god, was it funny? If I do say so myself. But um but anyway, uh spooky stories. Um, do you want to go first? Do I want to go first? I say because I've been bringing the the comedy and the stories in recent weeks. I say you go first. Oh, you're giving the stage to... I'm giving the stage to Dan. Danderson Silver. I'm saying, you know what? You're a bit of a showman. Show me what you got. And stop looking at your phone. I'm looking at my phone because that's where my notes are. Oh, okay. <laughs> I actually took notes. That's unbelievable. I, f- I was half expecting you to come with a story that you hadn't read, but you saw the title and was like... Sure. Oh boy, it was tempting. (laughs) I almost did the same thing because I was like, I'm not going to be able to start writing this until I finish with work. And then it would take a while for us to start recording. But then uh, I just just did it anyway. And I thought, hopefully we'll just start right away (laughs) with the recording and we won't have any technical problems at all. But I expected too much of us. But anyway... I, I also expected too much by you saying that you were throw- passing the floor to me. I should have known you'd start talking. <laughs> right, so spooky right. story. I will shut up. So, Rory. I'm going to interrupt familiar- you at uh, most points as well. <laughs> <laughs> the look of defeat in your face there. <sighs> right. I could hardly Rory. believe it. How familiar are you with the San Pedro haunting? San Pedro. San. Oh. S-A-N. Um, I don't recall it, to be honest, so maybe not familiar at all. Well, the Sam Pedro haunting, as I have written down here. I don't know who Sam Pedro is, but he's been haunting. I'll get the answer for you. (laughs) Keep talking. Right. So this haunting involves a woman by the name of Jackie Hernandez, who, in 1988, moved into a bungalow on West 11th Street in San Pedro, California. She was a single mother of one child and she was pregnant with her second child and going through a messy divorce. She was 23 at the time, I want to say. Oh, wow. So, yeah, in, a, in quite a, a, a bad situation, really, in life. Well, an, an emotional time, I'll say. An emotional time. And after she moved on her own with her child and expecting into this place... Straight away, she felt like she was being watched whenever she was in this house. She'd get a feeling something was always there watching her, but when she'd turn around to see, there was nothing there. You know, standard haunting stuff. Spooky. And then started escalating. She started noticing objects were going missing and appearing in other places in the house. And it would be like, well, hang about. How did this get here? I left this here, but now it's here. It's outrageous. And she'd start hearing knocks and bangs all over the place. But she thought, oh, it's just my mind playing tricks on me. You know, it's a bungalow. They're known for being loud, I guess. Dick and Dom are there. So they're just there making an absolute ruckus always. God. Everyone got that one. That's a that's a reference for the for the Americans right there. For the wider folk. Um, Just to cut in quickly. I can't find any... Like you. I can't find any famous person called Sam Pedro, but it appears to be uh, a glassmaker based here in the UK called Sam Pedro. 
he makes some pretty cool stuff out of glass. You can follow yeah. him on Instagram at sam.pedro. <laughs> he also used to have something to, where he's, he's doing stuff because stuff won't do itself. Custom glass weirdness, three flame emojis. I used to do cactus, now I do gra- glass, rather. Hell of a ride. There you go. That's his, that's, right. that's that's the most famous Sam Pedro I could find. He's got so two thousand nine hundred and twenty nine followers. You're welcome. Thank you for that. So if if anyone has any glass that they want made into weird shapes, I assume. Um, no, the Sam stuff he makes is amazing. I won't go lie. to um go to Sam Pedro on Instagram. Hit him up for all your glass needs. He makes. Right. He seems to make a lot of like bongs and stuff out of glass, which I can't condone as an edge boy, but they look pretty cool. Continue. Right, so, not only was there missing objects and knocks, but she started realizing there was a hideous smell coming you from... there? Yep, waiting for that, good one. There was a hideous smell coming from um, the attic. Stop celebrating. The attic? She thought, that's a bit weird. Yeah, bungalows have an attic, apparently. Hmm. Um, yeah, we learned that from Edward. That's true. But yeah, it started escalating a bit. The further she, the further time went on. What? That doesn't make sense. The further time went on. The further time went on. (laughs) As as she lived in the house a little bit longer, the activity just started escalating. At one point, there was a pencil holder that started levitating. And when she looked over it, it was thrown at her. Oh, shit. And she was like, fucking hell. So she called the police, who showed up and were less than impressed. (laughs) They were like, well, why the fuck have you called this? And she was like, it was a pencil holder. It flew at me. They were like, Arrest the fucking a, pencil holder. They smacked her around the face and said, get a hold of yourself, Eugene. <laughs> We're not here for this sort of thing. Tell me about that family. <laughs> but not only was this stuff happening, but the neighbours would come around and experience it as well. There was mm. a neighbour called, like, Susan or something. I didn't actually write down what her name was, but that doesn't matter. But let's call her Susan. I think it was Susan. Shout out to Susan. She was there one time having lunch or something and a painting fell in the other room and she went to look and it was five feet away from where it should have been hanging on the wall now isn't that incredibly normal that is was it the painting of the crying child what that caused houses to burn down yeah Hmm. no it wasn't well i don't know it just said a painting i think i've clocked it here i think it was the painting i think it was i think well this was in california that painting was an uh, english thing but ah. who knows it maybe made maybe it made its way to cali but yeah and uh susan also saw a lamp floating around apparently just walking around it was just a lamp <laughs> just floating a lamp around, floating like, just like that oh, well you know after the birth of uh jackie hernandez's child it started escalating even more at one point she saw blood a bloody ooze well it seemed like blood but it was like an oozy ready thing coming from the ceiling and running down the walls and the walls will ooze green slime <laughs> it was the hash slinging slasher <laughs> but yeah it was dripping <laughs> and she was like well that's fucking weird i'm gonna go investigate this <laughs> no continue it's fine keep going keep going okay she's like i'm gonna go investigate this so she did she went up to the attic where it seemed like it was coming from. And when she opened it, she was in for the fright of her life. She looked into the attic, shone her torch, or flashlight, I guess, and saw no torch, you were right. a floating head what the of fuck? an old man there 
with evil red eyes staring at her and she was like what the fuck <laughs> and then it flew at her and she squealed i imagine and fell backwards through the hatch of the attic into the kitchen in tears she was like i'm not doing this anymore and ran out of the house scared but then for some reason she carried on living in the house doesn't say why she was like no i'm not doing this anymore but still lived in the house maybe she couldn't afford to move or something but then one night she saw something float into the house like a dark figure while she was watching tv and she was like well that was weird and then it dissipated and she was like oh no what about my children so she ran up well not upstairs actually it was a bungalow wasn't it so she ran not upstairs she ran to the other room to see how her children were and she found them fast asleep in their in their beds and she was like oh that's good but then she looked over at the bunk bed because apparently there was a bunk bed i assume the older one was on the top bunk mm-hmm. the little one was in a in a cot and saw the same old man this time with a body sat cross-legged snarling at her on the bottom bunk just like <laughs> with his evil red eyes and she was like ah what are you doing here old man and then he vanished that is a snarl noise yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at this point she thought right i've had enough of this i'm going to contact barry taff we all know who that is don't we do we no <laughs> okay. he was some paranormal <laughs> investigator good. person and he was like right i've dealt with hauntings all over the country similar to this i will come and i will see what's going on so he came and he saw what was going on he visited on the 8th of August in 1989. Good day. So a while had passed since she moved into the house. Mm. And the first thing he noticed, him and his crew noticed when they came in, was that foul stench <laughs> in the attic. <laughs> Stop so pointing at me. <laughs> so you hadn't moved out yet is what oh, I'm hearing. <laughs> World class banter. And they also were hearing Thank noises you. coming from the attic. And noises. The photographer man, one of them, his surname was Wheatcraft. That's important so we can distinguish him from unnamed photographer man. Wheatcraft? Uh, yeah, went into the attic and felt like he was being watched. So he was like, right, might as well get some get some pictures. Have the flash on, you know. And as he was going to snap the photos, the camera flew out of his hand. And he was like, wagwan. Hang on. This doesn't normally happen. Yeah, he was like, that's not normally what happens. Normally I just take the photo. <laughs> this is really weird. I didn't know my camera did this. So him and unnamed cameraman were spooked and weird ran feature. out of the attic. Well, crawled out of the attic, I imagine, but made their way out of the attic. <laughs> Yeeted themselves And then down when he the went ladder. back in to get his camera, he noticed that it had been broken in two. So whoever was in there clearly didn't want his picture taken. Hmm. And also, it seemed like maybe this person now had a bit of a dislike, or this entity, I suppose, now had a bit of a dislike of Mr. Wheatcraft. Which you would, wouldn't you? With a name like that, he's probably a snobby prick. Yeah. So the likes went, of which um, deserves a slap. So they, uh, <laughs> so they, they thought, you know what, we've seen what we've seen, let's leave. Mr. Barry Taff um, took a sample of the green slime which it is now that had been oozing from the wall and gave it to a scientist mm-hmm. who came back and said that it did contain 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 male blood in it oh, and high percentages of iron which is kind of mad and then at one day a couple of weeks later 
Jackie Hernandez called Mr. Taff mm-hmm. in a in a panic, like I've been attacked by said ghost or entity. They slapped me and they pinned me down and they choked me and all this stuff. Kinky. All right, good one. Uh, oh, this is a woman getting attacked by a ghost. Please take this seriously. Sorry. Yeah, that all happened. So they rushed there and arrived there in only a matter of hours. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Clearly not that worried about it. All right, I'm on my way. I'm on my fucking way. So they showed up, and this is the part that most people know from the story. Mm-hmm. When they rolled up, they the Wheatcraft and Mr. Person Man went into the attic again and were like, hmm, let's see what's happening in the attic. Not much was happening in the attic, except orbs were flying around because they do and apparently like disappeared when someone heard like a snapping of the fingers that wasn't very good there you go that's normal that's not that's not anything to worry about yeah so they were like right nothing much happening here let's leave so unnamed cameraman left first and as mr wheatcraft was exiting he was pulled back into the attic and his friend mr unnamed photographer did oh well of course you're gonna do when someone gets pulled back into the attic Started taking photos immediately. Of, of course, of course. Of course. Turns around, like, flash on and everything. And he was shocked by what he had seen. Mr. Wheatcraft was hanged by the neck. Had a cord around his neck, hanging him from one of the beams across the ceiling. Not, oh, like, shit. dead hanged, but hanging. And he was like, blah, 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 blah. So they pulled him down. After they got nice photos from every single angle. Of course. So they pulled him down and he was like, oh my God, let's leave this place. So they did. They left and they never went back to that place. Jackie Hernandez moved out, moved into a home, not a home, a like, um, what's it called? Like a, not a caravan, like a mobile home thingy. And sure. I didn't actually research beyond this point, but apparently like it continued wherever she went. And it was someone who, like, was murdered or something. But that was outside of San Pedro, so... Because she moved away. So that's another story for another day. That's... uh, If this podcast gets 10,000 likes, I will tell part two of what happened after she left San Pedro. But that's everything that happened in San Pedro. Awfully spooky. Lots of other people have moved in that house, and lots of them only stay there for a very short amount of time before they leave. So what do you think about that? Um, I don't know. It's dynamite insight, I know. Anything yeah, it's, else? Uh, it's kind of spooky. Um, mm-hmm. the, the story sounds familiar. Should I know it from something? Um, it's been, it, it's it's probably, I think it's been talked about on like top fives and stuff like that before. Because okay. when I was researching, I remembered like certain aspects of it. I was like, I'm pretty sure I've seen this on a spooky video before. So yeah. But there's only one problem. As as there always is with the ghost <laughs> stories that you bring. I think it's... it sounds indisputable. I think it's completely real. It happened for show. If you're thinking this sounds a bit too much like a film, uh-huh. then Adam, I mean, you're probably right. It does sound a bit too much like a film. It's not a film. I'm sure it got made into a film at some point. Probably. But it might all just be a bit of bollocks it might be complete nonsense it might be a hoax uh-huh emphasis on might because i don't know why they would do it unless maybe sell their story get some money but mm. there's certain things of it that just don't make sense 
they always had these people and their cameras but they have very little pictures of anything that actually took place they have like like i said um when mr wheatcraft got hanged from the ceiling their first response wasn't oh my god my friend is being choked to death by this ghost thing let's pull him down their response was let's get a bunch of photos from every single angle to capture it so was he actually being choked to death or was he just being like held on the on the ceiling uh he wasn't being anything it was staged but um a fish well i think it was staged but let's say he was being choked to death Uh uh-huh um yeah it's just it it sounds a bit too far-fetched and like why didn't why did she stay in the house so much so long why didn't she leave yes maybe she couldn't afford to but if you're there with like your two young kids and a ghostly ghost is being this violent surely you'd do anything to get out of there you'd expect so you'd expect so so yeah and also it's one of those things where even though it didn't happen that long ago happened 1988 to 89 maybe it's been exaggerated because the story's been told by a bunch of different people and there's not like when you go to look research the actual story online like the timeline is all over the place there's like conflicting information everywhere about it it's just a mess really but i tried my best to make it seem plausible and now I'm telling you that it's all complete nonsense. Yeah, I was going to say, I was I was fucking sold completely. You had me... It's not proven to be a hoax, but I think it was a hoax. Sorry, Jackie Hernandez, for belittling what you experienced, but I don't think you actually experienced it. So it's fine. But <laughs> so it's fine. To be honest, you don't believe in spooky spooks. No, I do not. So I feel like everything, even if it's the most, like... In not indisputable because everything's indisputable. If it's the most like believable ghosty shit, you're still gonna be like, nah. That's because it didn't happen. Because ghosts aren't real. But ghosts are real, Dan. But these creatures, in fact, are real. <laughs> I've seen them. They're here. They're here. I'm having I'm a real really hard time, time finding, finding an explanation, an explanation for this. Uh... I've been tracking Sasquatches for 35 years. Shout out to find the Bigfoot. What a program. So yeah, oh. that was my ghostly story. Hope you enjoyed it and you were thoroughly spooked. I was thoroughly spooked. Um, back onto finding Bigfoot. I was um, I had a good routine while I was on um furlough on Fridays, so I couldn't work. Um, every Friday at eleven a.m. on D Max, which is like Discovery Channel, but Max, they had Finding Bigfoot on. So, I'd make myself some breakfast at eleven o'clock. I'd uh, put on Finding Bigfoot, and I'd have a whale of a time. But one morning, I came into the living room, and without warning... Bigfoot was standing there. No, there was no Bigfoot to be found. <laughs> no Bigfoot to be found. There was no Bigfoot <laughs> to be found. <laughs> like, I, I went onto, the, I went onto um, the television, I flipped it over to the right channel, and it wasn't on there was some bloke stranded on an island and just for no reason they seemed to have stopped showing finding bigfoot at 11 i was heartbroken by this dan that's that's understandable i mean i'm heartbroken just hearing you talk about it imagine my dismay when 11 o'clock comes on and there's some bloke on an island and i'm like this ain't fucking bigfoot dude speaking of imagining someone's dismay you know what i just realized what you never said the names for the name game. You introduced a jingle, 
That is but you hilarious. never actually said them. That's actually <laughs> so, hilarious. No, I didn't. Really far in. <laughs> um, should I cut it in or should I just say it now? Just say it now. Just say it now. Okay, you know so- what? <laughs> we own it. We own our mistakes. We own our mistakes. Um, I've got two names for you. Fake name game. I don't think I even said how it works. I've got two names for Dad. One real, one fake. I give them. He has the whole episode, all of it. Well. To ponder over them and tell me which one is real, which one is fake. Will you get a ding or will you get an uh-uh from Family Fortunes? So I've got Smells It and mm-hmm. Middle Fart. Okay, okay. Smells It and Middle Fart. Yep. We, the, this, this, is, names. this would have. It's funny that they're both odour related considering my story had a lot of if anything, I knew smelling in it. Well, maybe yeah, that's you were the, telling Maybe it. that's the spooky story. Oh, good one. Get it? Because Dan smells. I'm gonna. The the image is gonna be Anderson Silver in a fucking vat of cow shit. The fuck, <laughs> Anderson Silver, you <laughs> absolutely suck. It's probably not gonna be that, but maybe it'll just be Anderson Silver smelling really bad and people pointing at him, going, "Ill you smell." Poor but- Anderson Silver, man. That's a. <laughs> That's a legend, guys. <laughs> maybe, maybe it will be taking out of context, though. Yeah, probably would. Hmm. Maybe I'll go anyway. with something else. Um, but anyway, uh, my ghost story. If you thought yours was far fetched, um, I didn't. I knew it was far fetched. Well, if the people thought that uh, Danderson Silver's ghost story was far fetched before hearing that it was supposedly not a thing that actually happened, then. Just you wait until what I've got for you. Because I've got something which is so far-fetched that it might not even have happened. Ooh. Well. Well, that's what someone said. But honestly, I I think this happened. (laughs) I think it happened. I'm 100%. Well, I don't know if it... I'm just going to get into it. I'm just going to get into it and let you decide for yourself. So I found a few stories which I could have gone for for this one. But I thought... This one just grabbed me. I started writing out another one, but then I thought back to this one. And I was like, yeah, let's go with that. It's it's spooky. It's believable. And I think it's pretty unique. So um, it's a well, story. I agree with the third. <laughs> it's a... Uh, I'm different. It's... <laughs> Drink That's every time I say... reference right there. <laughs> Drink every time I say it's... I will. I'll get my drink ready. I don't have an actual drink, but I do have messy salt spray for texture and body in your hair. Just spray some in your mouth every time you <laughs> say it. What could possibly I put this go in wrong? My hair every day. No, you don't. No, I don't. But the story—I don't know why it's a story and it's got a name when it's supposedly true. But I'm going to keep referring referring to it as a story. Fuck it out. So the story is called "The Cursed Grave of Carl Pruitt." catchy okay. one rolls off the tongue um the story starts in uh or just is set rather this all happened in the summer of 1938 in a place called Pul- pulaski 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 let's say pulaski in the state of kentucky in america uh interestingly enough it was uh, just around the corner from a place called science hill i don't know why that's interesting but i just thought it was a good name so i thought I'd, i thought i'd write it down and tell you about it I'm, I thought it was interesting. Well, that's good. All I aspire to do, Dan, is to make you interested. 
My interest is sky height. You peaked my interest. My yield sky height. That's the comment. Shut up. Oh, um, lyrics wrong. Fuck. I'm shocked. Damn, we are flat. Okay, so um, Mr. Carl Pruitt had just come home from a hard day's work. Um, I don't know what he was doing for a living, but by the looks of him, I'd assume he was like he was. He seemed working class, probably like a farmer or like a a cab driver or something. He had the look of a cab driver to him. I found one thing that said that he was a double bass player in a jazz band, but this mm. was this was actually a different person called Carl Pruitt. So I don't know why oh, okay. it's so I don't know why it's relevant, but I thought I'd bring it up anyway. It's relevant because our uncle is a double bass player. He is not in a jazz band, but uh, in a in a classical orchestra. He's a damn fine double bass player. I assume I've never actually heard him play, but I assume it's all right. So, but 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 anyway, um. Mr. Carl Pruitt came home and found his wife shagging another bloke. Ugh, we've all been there. In his own home. And by that, I mean with his wife. <laughs> Eminem and Dr. Dre came out and they were like, all right, stop. Oh. <laughs> calm down, Good calm down. down. Stop breathing. <laughs> Mr. Dre, Mr. N.W.A. <laughs> but anyway, um, he was livid, of course. And in a fit of rage, he listened to Eminem and he strangled his wife to death with a chain. That's not what Eminem said. He said, um, what did he say? Well, he, he was... Fuck then, he just his cheating. Well, you're at work, she's at home trying to get off. Fox lit in her throat, cut this bitch's head off. <laughs> yes, but he, instead he just strangled her with a chain because I guess he didn't have a... He didn't have a cutting... A decapitation device. Let's go for... Um, the bloke uh, made an escape through a window. I like to carry my guillotine with me everywhere <laughs> I go, to be honest, just in case I need to use it. Just in case, just in case. But the bloke made an escape uh, through a window or something. Not entirely sure how, but it just said he got away. Um, Mr. Pruitt then realized what he'd done and uh, killed himself. Don't know how, but I don't know, shot himself, something or other. I don't know. He just killed himself, all right? Um, Must he... create our own fate. I took your life and now it's too late. You complain about me (laughs) interrupting you. No, but I had to. It fits so well. It did fit. It's it's another reference that everyone will understand. Um, Considering the type of people that actually listen to this, I think most people will actually understand. You say the type of people. Who are the type of people? The Mongolian Massive? Yeah. Famous last words are fucking massive in Mongolia, much like us. I'd expect so, but um, he and his murder's wife were then. You're welcome, uh, Gene. Were then promptly buried in separate graveyards at the request of her family. Don't know why I turned away there, but at the request of her family. Can't believe you just turned your back on family. Vin Diesel would be livid <laughs> what, right now. What would Vin Diesel say? In the weeks that uh, followed his burial. Um, visitors to the graveyard started noticing some strange markings all over his tombstone. Over the coming weeks, these markings seemed to join together to create what looked like a chain on the tombstone. Um, some of the locals suggested that this could be supernatural, so that the stone should be promptly removed, but authorities were sceptical, of course. They scoffed at these remarks even like shut up mate what are you talking about supernatural you're dumb 
it would be paranormal not supernatural by the way that's a good point it would be paranormal i don't know why i wrote down supernatural but yes paranormal because it involves ghosts ghouls and phantasms and not extraterrestrial beings glad we cleared that up yes um so yeah the uh, the stone was not removed so a month or so after the chain appeared a group of boys young boys i assume it doesn't say their age but a group of boys so let's put them between eight and 13 we'll say um they were riding we'll their say it was the cast of stand by me yes uh or maybe the cast of uh it the first one okay uh, so maybe they were the losers club maybe they just found a dead body or something um spoiler alert but anyway the fucking boys are right they were cycling past the past the graveyard and uh one of them a boy named james collins not the looted footballer um a boy who was alive in 1938 but he decided Mm -hmm. to throw a few stones at pruitt's um supposedly cursed tombstone probably to just prove that he wasn't afraid of spooky stories he was well hard he didn't he didn't need to he didn't need to hide and cower over such a stone. He was gonna lob some shit out of it and prove that he was well hard. So whatever whatever the reasons for his actions, he hurled rocks again and again and managed to chip several spots of the tombstone. To which everyone was like, No, stop and he w- and his other friends were like, Oh, he's crazy, this one. What a wild <laughs> one. Oh, yes. you just can't be tamed. He couldn't be tamed so much. But um, when they were cycling home, this is where it gets mad, by the way. So hold on to your fucking horses, which is a pun that will make sense later. Um, So when they were cycling home, James, who was known to be the best cycler in the group. So this was very unlike him. He just completely lost control of his bicycle. Did he get hit by a cardboard sign? No, he wasn't in the Tour de France. He completely lost control of his bicycle and went hurtling into a tree. Mm-hmm. And during the collision, in some unexplained way, the bike chain tore loose from his bicycle. I don't know what else it would have torn loose from, but it tore loose from his bicycle and managed to wrap itself... A- said- <laughs> Shut no, up. Go ahead, go ahead. Managed to wrap itself around the boy's neck. Yep, of course it did. strangled him to death. Uh-huh. Yeah, what, plausible. What, Go ahead. Any any thoughts on that or? No, nothing. No, nothing. 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 I feel like there's nothing I could I could add to that. There's nothing <laughs> I need to add to that. Okay, good. Okay, good. Well, uh, rumors. Quick. Oh my god. <laughs> oh dear me. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Come on, get on with it. Bike chains. Bike chains dragged him to death. Of course it did. Go ahead. Well, rumors uh, quickly spread about this remarkable occurrence. Um especially after examination of Pruitt's tombstone. Don't know why I said that so weirdly, but his tombstone revealed that there were no marks or chips anywhere on the surface on it. The other boys obviously said this is exactly what they had seen. They had seen him hurling stuff at him at the tombstone and there were, there were definite chips of it. And that this is, this is a, a direct quote, by the way. And their breathless accounts only fueled speculation about a vengeful ghost. Mm-hmm. Normally I write it for myself, but I did get some... There was a video and an article that I got this from, but I thought that was a good quote from the article, so I thought I'd steal it. Yeah, that was a good quote. Um, the mother of James Collins, the boy, in case you don't remember his name, was 
obviously heartbroken by the death of her son and of course blamed the the spooky grave ghost so she did the most rational thing and went to the gravesite and smashed the shit out of the tombstone with an axe I don't know why an axe, but it said with an axe. I would use a hammer or a sledgehammer. That, that's definitely not just going to be blunted when you hit it. But, yeah. You know. the, the sheer f- strength of this woman to smash the shit out of a tombstone with an axe. It's honestly impressive. Hmm. But uh, the next day, after she smashed the tombstone, she was uh, she was hanging out her washing. Yeah, she was. She was, wasn't she? Go ahead. And it's some unexplained accident, Dad. <laughs> yeah, unexplained. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, just she tripped and fell. Uh huh. The line got tangled around her neck. Of course it did. And strangled her to death. <laughs> Fuck off. Dad, I'm going to need you to. This is a woman who died. Yeah, sorry. I'll be respectful. So, uh, I'm sorry. I'm going to need you to. Um, can need you to be a bit more respectful. I'll be respectful. And I'm sorry. Um, Go the ahead. mad thing was do you know where this is going? no i don't well pruitt's grave which she had confirmed to her neighbor that she had gone up and smashed the shit out of it it was it It was was intact was it it was completely intact it showed no sign of vandalism didn't have any axe wounds in it no no axe wounds nowhere to be seen (laughs) oh good banter good banter but um a short time later doesn't, I don't know how how long is a, a short time, but a short time, let's say a week, a month or so, uh, a local farmer and three members of his family were driving their wagon past the cemetery. Yeah. Um, for, for some unknown reason, the farmer announced that he was, he was not afraid of goat. He was not afraid of ghosts and feared no spirits. So he pulled out his pistol. <laughs> Yep, he did. I'd, I'd fired several shots towards uh, Pruitt's headstone. Mm-hmm. He was still on the wagon while he did this. And this spooked the horses. <laughs> so I wonder horses... where this is going. I wonder where this is going. So the horses, who were fucking spooked by the, the gunshots, mm-hmm. uh, took off at a, at a lightning speed. Um... Obviously, they sent the wagon out of control. Uh, the family members, who were all, you know, I guess, smarter than Mr. Unnamed Farmer, all jumped to safety. But the farmer tried to bring the wagon under control, and eventually it met a curve in the road. The horses whipped around the curve, and the farmer was thrown from his seat, tumbled forward, and the horse's reins... Oh, God, did it? No, Dad, shut up. The horse's <laughs> reins caught around his, his neck. neck. No way. That's scarcely believable. And then as they turned the corner, the neck snapped and snapped his neck, killing him instantly. The neck snapped and snapped his neck. Sure Is that what I said? Yeah. Uh, the, the reins of the horses snapped together as, as they do when they're too far extended and uh, snapped his neck. You know, and you know what the funny thing is, Rory? Despite what? the fact that he'd shot at this headstone and people had confirmed that he'd done it, when the headstone was examined, I imagine it looked completely intact. There was actually no mention of that, so I assume he's just a really bad shot and he missed. Oh, okay. 
Well, Dan, let me tell you, the local residents were now convinced that the grave um, was indeed cursed. And things actually got so bad that uh, a local congressman was contacted and two police officers were sent to the, to the, um, to the graveyard to investigate the stories. Mm-hmm. Um, when they arrived at the, at the graveyard, one of the men began to laugh about the stories and made fun of the idea of a so-called ghost and curse. Regardless of this, they still did they, their job. They took several pictures of the stones and, um, and also talked to witnesses of the events just to get a full understanding of what had actually occurred in the area and to the people who had unfortunately lost their lives to this, this vengeful spectre. Um, after they'd done this, they were driving away in the nighttime when a bright light appeared behind them. Uh-huh. The driver, who was well spooked by the stories, the driver was not the one um, who had been laughing and pointing at said gravestone. This, he was spooked and he was like, shit, it's our time. We're going to be killed. So he put his foot down, tried to escape the bright light. Um, but it was a wet day. It had been raining. I hadn't mentioned Oh, that. had it? But it had been raining. So he lost control. This was Did the night. This was the 1930s. So it wasn't a good automobile, I assume. I don't know. I don't know how he has a car and another. Well, I guess farmer has a carriage. Policeman has a car. That makes sense. Um, so he lost control and they crashed into the side of the road. Um, the one who made fun of the grave was killed instantly. And his partner, who ended up surviving, um, said that when they crashed, yeah, he was thrown from the car because seatbelts weren't, you know, weren't really a thing back then. He was thrown from the car and landed neck first on a fence. Uh-huh. Which had obviously killed him instantly from the uh, from the impact and the fence had also just nearly completely decapitated him uh-huh so his head was like hanging on by a thread so obviously he was nearly headless nick yeah nearly headless man who laughed at a grave doesn't quite have the same ring to it no not really but i went with it anyway um the last victim because there was only one more i was expecting you to tell me it was a chain link fence <laughs> it wrapped around his neck it just said that it was a fence so i assume it was a picket fence as were common in america um yeah and he also well maybe this one wasn't related to the ghost maybe this one was just a a coincidence that happened maybe the ghost had nothing to do with this one they just got or maybe maybe shut up dan um okay. the last victim was a man called arthur lewis who How come was you got a name check uh, I don't know, it said his name. The police officers didn't have their name said. Um, he was not spooked by these stories, even though everyone else would not dare go near this gravesite anymore. They were like, fuck that. I'm staying well away. I'm not talking ill of Mr. Pruitt. I wish him well in his death. <laughs> and I hope he doesn't come to kill me. I wish him a happy death day every single year. <laughs> but uh, Mr. Arthur Lewis... He was like, I'm going to fucking do something about this. I'm not scared of this ghost. I'm going to I'm gonna put a stop to it. So um, he went to the gravesite and uh, smashed up the grave because that had worked so well beforehand. Um, the sound of him destroying the grave was so loud that it was hit. 
that it was heard in uh, nearby houses and they also then heard a blood-curdling scream that filled the night. Several men grabbed their lanterns and yeeted themselves down to investigate what could have made this sound. And when they arrived, they found uh, Mr. Lewis dead at the entrance to the cemetery. Cemetery America now. At the entrance to the graveyard mm-hmm. with um, a long chain. Wait, don't tell me. A long chain, Dan, that was used no to close the, the gate. Uh-huh. wrapped around his neck surely not apparently something had frightened him and he had started running away and forgot oh, about the chain jesus christ forgot about the chain that um <laughs> kept the gate o- this chain. <laughs> kept the gate uh, open and he ran into it and i guess it wrapped around his neck and strangled How him fucking fast was he traveling to break this chain off of the walls no he didn't break it off the wall it was still there. I but assume. it tied a knot in it around his neck? Yeah, it was a long chain. Oh, God, Rory. <laughs> it was a long chain, Dad. Um, What's odd, though? <sighs> yeah, go ahead. What, what is really strange? I, I can't <laughs> possibly imagine what it could be. Even though 10 this or... This is shit. No, this shut is up. Complete shut up. Nonsense. Shut, Dad, Dad, shut up. Even okay. though... 10 or 15 people had heard the sound of the man breaking Pruitt's gravestone. There was not a single mark on the on the tombstone. It wasn't broken. Imagine flawless. That. Absolutely flawless other than the the chain marks which were which were there. Absolutely baffling. I know. I know. After this death, this was the last straw. People had had enough. The authorities had had enough. Because people were dying and they were like, we don't want any more people to die. So the bodies in the cemetery, all of them, were removed and buried again in other locations. Most of um, most of the uh, of the families of the of the the deceased, they were told where their bodies were moving and stuff like that. So they there was no thing there. But obviously, well, I say obviously, you didn't know this, but Pruitt didn't have any family left to care for his grave. So no one no one was told where he was buried again. He was just moved to another location with a new headstone. Mm-hmm. Um the site where he was um where he was originally buried became overgrown and tangled in the weeds and in 1958 it was uh destroyed um for a strip mining operation because there was supposedly minerals in the area. Um and yeah, this five, uh, the five deaths um, were never explained, but they did happen. There's no, rec- they didn't. Yes, they did. There's records. No, Dan, there's records of all I of don't these give deaths. A shit. These people, Carl Pruitt existed. He murdered I, his wife with a chain. I'm, I'm not denying that. All of these people and all of these stories, maybe they've been exaggerated, but all of these people. You think? Did, no. <laughs> All the there is records. There's actual records. There's death certificates of all of records. these people dying, and no, it I says exactly how they died. They all they died of strangulation. Rory, I don't care. It's <laughs> fucking nonsense. Well, you say it's nonsense, You're but how is it no, such no. nonsense? Why is it nonsense? Give me. Well, I'm what do you, you mean? Why is it nonsense? I've told you what happened. I I could 
no, I don't you, have you, the pictures to hand, but the death certificates of all these people exist, and they're all unexplained causes. He was causes. cycling, and he flew off his thing, and for some some unknown way, the chain came off of the bike. The chain came off of the bike, missed the pedals, missed the seat, and went straight around his neck. Yeah, I know it's crazy. No, it just didn't fucking happen. <laughs> And a woman was out doing the washing and she tripped and got fucking strangled by a washing line. To be honest, that's the least far-fetched one of them. Well, they're all nonsense, Rory. The, no, the least far-fetched is the policeman. Because he wasn't strangled. No, he just... um, He was well, almost... He turned into nearly headless Nick. Well, it we just said that he was the most decapitated by a either... fence. It doesn't say <laughs> whether or not it was there. a chain fence. It could have been a chain fence, but I don't know how common chain fences are. Let's just assume it was. Are. Well, at, yeah, Let's because it says... Because it, it adds to the story. The five strange deaths, all linked by chains, it says. But it just says a fence. It doesn't say... Who has a washing line made out of a chain? That's a good point. So maybe I ignore the all linked by chains. Because I'm assuming <laughs> that it was just like a picket no fence. No one fears Stephen... What was his name? Something Pruitt? I think it was Carl Pruitt, wasn't it? Carl Pruitt. No one fears him quite like two chains. <laughs> or Trinidad James. Gold all of my chain. Gold all of my rag. <laughs> now that I've made fun of this, I'm expecting I'm going to finish this podcast, stand up to leave, trip over and get strangled by one of the fucking cables that are connected to my microphone. Honestly, you might. No, I won't. <laughs> I, I honestly don't understand why you think this is so far-fetched. The person ran... He was running so quickly that he <laughs> ran into a chain that went around his neck. Yeah. This metal chain either broke away from its hinges and wrapped around his neck or he tied a knot in this chain somehow by running into it yeah no (laughs) i'm wrong give me give me a second i'm gonna i'm gonna make sure make sure i'm getting my my facts yeah you don't want to you don't want to be getting this one wrong you know you don't want to be doing it a disservice no no of course not um they found Lewis dead with a long chain that had been used to close a cemetery gate wrapped around his neck. That's all it says. So I assume... Well, how could I possibly not believe that? <laughs> it's given me so much evidence. <laughs> it's hard to argue. Well, if you'd said it like that. Do you, so do you actually think this... What do, you, what do you think about this then? I wasn't there. Okay, go ahead. No, what do you think about it? I asked you a pretty simple question, Rory. Don't don't be a politician about this. Answer my question. I think go ahead. That it has been exaggerated over time, mm-hmm. as all all ghost stories are. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that there was a vengeful ghost that was out to kill all these people. I'm saying that, like, with the story of like. Oh, she smashed up the gravesite, and then the next day it was it was it was all fine. I don't think that woman. Just, I don't care how angry she is with an axe. You're gonna struggle to completely destroy a grave or a tombstone, rather, because they're they're pretty thick. They're pretty rock. Like you have to be to believe this story. No, but I think that. Well, I know for a fact that all these people died in this area at this time. Uh huh. Do I think that they were killed by a vengeful ghost? I don't know. Oh my god, you haven't answered the question. You're just you're you're tiptoeing around the question. Answer my question. Do you think this happened? 
Well, first you have to understand. Oh, fuck. Oh, I can't be bothered. Never mind. All right, I'm not doing this. I can't be fucking bothered. Um, I think... It... Nope, shut up. No, 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 no. I'll actually answer the question. Okay, go ahead. Do I think it happened? What are you actually asking? Do I think that these exact events happened? Yes. Then no. But do, do I think, think these people then? died in unexplained causes? I think the the kid probably just fell off his bike and crashed and died in some unfortunate accident and then the and then the chain was wrapped around his neck no and i think the chain thing didn't actually happen because it just said he died in a in an accident on the death certificate which uh, death certificates are a thing who knew i knew that yeah everyone knew that but <laughs> it just says he, he died in a in a in a bike related accident well i haven't actually seen the death certificates but well, actually, yeah, I have. They showed them in the they showed them in the YouTube video. They showed them, but I didn't get to study them. You know, I'm sure you could find them online. I won't. But it just said he died in like an accident. So I think the store, the thing of him getting strangled by a bike chain probably didn't happen and was added to the probably. story later. Um, I think it's possible that she she tripped and got strangled by her uh, washing line. I think that's possible. I think that's probably happened to some people before. Um, well, clearly, because it happened in this story. Um, the horse one, I don't know if it's it happened exactly as it explained, but I think that's I think that's plausible. I do. It didn't. No, I think that's plausible. I think well, maybe he just threw. It said it, it snapped his neck. Maybe, maybe he just fell off. You know, maybe he fell off. He lost control and he landed headfirst and snapped his neck or something like that. Mm. which is which is again very possible very possible mm. um the police officers if it's like a picket fence then yeah that's possible as, as well i think they're all plausible other than I don't. I, I, I notice how i'm just avoiding the last one um well that was an incredible s- story thank you very much you're welcome um i'm convinced i wasn't convinced that ghosts existed before and i still am not but I like to think someone's. I like to think someone somewhere was convinced by that story. I'm convinced. I think it happened. I don't think it happened exactly this way, but I think it happened. I'm not saying. I think all these people died. I think. Um, I'm not saying he's a. Well, they did, would have died at some point. I'm. I'm not saying he was a vengeful ghost, but I. I can't explain it. You can't explain can. it either. It didn't happen. Well, it did happen because these people were dead, Dan. Yeah, but completely unrelated. All these people existed, and all these people died. Okay, people die every single day. It's not no, but these people. Ghost. I'm not saying it's a hundred percent because of the ghost, but these you know people died in unexplained circumstances. How could you explain that? I can explain it pretty easily. Um, the kid, the kid died, or whatever, and then they'd heard about this like weird ghostly person. Mm. They were like, chain. "This kid just died." And they're like, "Chain, hang on a minute." You know, uh, he had his chain wrapped around his neck. People were like, "No way." You know he was uh, chipping away at the gravestone beforehand, but it's completely intact. Yeah, exactly. He weird, in it? He was lobbing. Uh, he was lobbing stones at it. He went chipping yeah. away. Yeah. When and when the person let got killed by a fucking washing line, um, and was like, after it was his home, it was his mum, wasn't it? Yeah. And they were like, you notice he smashed up that gravestone. Even well, though no, she because hadn't she done anything. Her, she no, shut up. The, no, shut up. The neighbor was like, you know, she smashed up that gravestone. People were like, but it's still there. He was like, yeah, it's mad, isn't it? 
Yes, man. Just people chatting complete nonsense, Rory. What do you think the odds of her being so struck down by grief that she hung herself? Um, with a washing line. Not very line. high. Not not very high. I think the odds that she hanged herself with a washing oh, line are pretty pretty big. And to which the neighbor said, "You know, see, uh, you know, she went to smash up the gravestone beforehand. Yeah, she told me." People were like, "That's a crazy story. Do you want to tell it for the, tell it to the paper?" We'll pay you five shillings. I don't know why I said shillings. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, I'll do that. I'll tell anyone who will listen. And then the next guy was like, you know that person who fell off his horse? Yeah, he was shooting at the thing. I didn't hear any gunshots. Yes, you did. Oh, yeah, I did. No, but why would his family be like, yeah, this is what happened? I don't fucking care. Dan, this, this happened. Happen. It's a no, ghost it story. And yeah, you're it's nonsense. Just, you're just gonna have to believe it. Okay, I believe I've it. I've given you indisputable or irrefutable, rather, evidence that it happened. Yeah. And yeah. Okay, I believe you. I believe in ghosts. Have I? I assume I've told my ghost story before of me encountering a ghost. <sighs> yep. On the podcast, have I done that before? I don't think you have. You you said you were gonna tell it, and then you never actually did. But you might have actually told it in the next episode. I don't remember. I think I told it before, but gist of it, cycling home, I saw a person. I saw a person in front of me, as clearly as I could tell, that my hand is in front of my face right now, which you can't see, but I could see. I I'm just le- took the hand from my ear and put it in front of my face, bro. <laughs> oh God, shut up, John Cena. <laughs> but as clear as I could see that this is my hand, I could see that there was a person stood there. It was a man pretty generic looking man but there was a bloke stood in front of me as i was cycling to past in the night cycling home from work at uh at a lake woodland area i guess and i went to cycle past him i moved to the side of the of the trail to make sure i didn't hit him and yeah there was no one there but i could clearly see i'm getting getting fucking goosebumps thinking about it right now because it happened i could see so clearly that there was a man stood in front of me he was main maybe only 10 feet in front of me if that and i could see him the whole way until i like i don't know i looked down to make sure i wasn't cycling over something or something i don't know i looked away and then i looked back as i was gonna cycle past him and there was no one there there was no one there dan but i could clearly see that there was a human there Mm-hmm. So what happened? What else could it be? What could it be other than a ghost? There was no one there. I looked around, but I was. It, uh, I am on my life. I have never been so certain that there was a human stood near me. Well, that's just nonsense. How? What do you mean you've never been more certain okay. that there was a human stood near you? <laughs> Maybe I've stood next to you before. <laughs> True, but I could tell that it was a person. It was a person. There was someone there. They were clothed. I couldn't tell what clothes they were wearing, but they were clothed. Victorian, I imagine. They were clean-shaven. I couldn't tell whether or not they were wearing a hat or whether they were just bald. Okay. But they were clean-shaven. There was a man stood there. They were wearing normal clothes. There was someone stood there, Dan. There was someone stood there. And then there wasn't. So what else could it be? Um, Do you want me to actually answer that question? Yes. Um. Well, it was either shadows. No, it wasn't playing, a shadow. Tricks on you. In no, the, in the in the in the dark. You're it, cycling home. It's late. It's dark. It's in the. It really wasn't that late. It was like it was like near that. Or um, it was a p- 
person you cycle past and then just they went somewhere and you just didn't see where they there went. was nowhere they could have gone i so knew that probably, we we, we grew up in those lakes you know exactly where it was we went we've walked down and cycled down that exact path thousands yeah, of times just, yeah, exactly. Unless, and we've never seen anything else, and I've never heard of anyone else ever saying anything. No, but we've done that a thousand times. There was nowhere they could have gone Rory. in the time. There was nowhere they could have gone. There clearly was. There wasn't. Rory, it wasn't a ghost. It was. There's Rory, nothing it else wasn't it a ghost. I can't believe I'm having this discussion no, with you. but there's nothing else it could have been. It I'm wasn't certain. a ghost. I'm sorry. What? I just don't know. I... I didn't believe in ghosts. Most ghost stories are really far-fetched. For example, this one. But not my one, I mean. I mean the, <laughs> <laughs> I mean the one of um, Mr. Mr. Carl Pruitt. But I just don't know what else it could have been. I, 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 I know that ghosts exist. No, <laughs> I know that ghosts existing is completely illogical. But ghosts I just don't exist. I just That's don't why. know what it could have been. I, I know go- what it wasn't. Maybe it was an alien then that got quickly beamed up. That's more likely. <laughs> it, I, I don't know what it was, but I can't explain it. Because I am 100%. percent i am sh- I think I've told this on a podcast before. And people have listened to it before are probably very bored. But I am so... Oh, don't worry, they were bored anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they were bored anyway. And they didn't listen to that episode anyway, so it's fine. But I am so certain, Dan, there was someone there. And then there wasn't. And that's that's all there is to it. There was someone there, and then there wasn't. Wild. One day, you'll have a ghost story as well. No, I won't. You will. Everyone encounters... Have you ever... Has anything ever happened that you couldn't explain? Yes. What? Um, Macklemore won... No, shut up. The Grammy ahead of uh, Kanye and people. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was stupid. I couldn't explain that either. But you need to... Drew Talbot being a professional footballer. <laughs> can't explain it. Can you... Do you... Have you ever experienced something firsthand, Dan, that you were like, don't really know what happened there? Um, Yes, but there's normally drugs and alcohol involved. <laughs> when you were sober, because I was sober, completely I sober. I am never sober. <laughs> I just... I just finished a long shift I'm at work a prolific drug taker in fact i've done it three times since we started this episode <laughs> shut up that is your task for next week dan i want you what, to see a ghost no yeah, i want you it. to have a think because i'm sure there will be something there will be something that has happened in your life that you can't explain do you ever do any oh what the fuck was that do you ever do something harry something you couldn't explain yeah am i a wizard where's my hogwarts acceptance letter i'm still waiting for mine yeah i know i'm 10 years too late or 11 years it's 11 you yeah, first 11 years. yeah i'm 11 years too late but one day one day that's why um fucking um what's it Hel- hogwarts legacy is that the video games coming out yes because i want to i want to experience being a being a person at hogwarts and Christ, being able to move you're around so cool i know i know <laughs> but speaking of cool we should probably uh get to wrapping this up hmm because then again, then we're almost on time again. Look at Outrageous. Us. Outrageous. But before we finish that, and before we forget again, name game. I know, mm. I know it was a long time ago that I said them to you, but do you remember what they are? No, I actually don't. Oh, nice. <laughs> Smells it and middle uh, fart. Okay. 
I think I think middle fart is a real place. You think middle fart is a real place? Not smells yeah. it. Not smells it. No. Can I get a? Ah. Oh. Yes. Back. After a week off, he's back. He's got the. Th- he's got the. Thing. <laughs> Fucking dynamite. <laughs> dynamite stuff. Um. Can you tell me for a bonus po- bonus point? Can you tell me where middle fart is? Middle fart is in northern Massachusetts. No, it's in uh, it's in Denmark. So you were close. Yeah. But uh, yeah, thank you very much for listening. As always, uh, we have been extremely uninteresting. The best podcast in the world. Follow us on Instagram at extremely uninteresting. Like the three posts we put out last week and the three posts we're going to put out this week. Um, yeah, join us next week, 1 p.m. Saturday, British Standard Time. Anything else to add, Dan? This is um, silver. <laughs> no, not really. Other than this has been extremely uninteresting and this has been extremely uninteresting. Nice. <laughs> Go surreal. I will see you next week.